I can't believe this, y'all. We are snowed in in Texas. And, you know, I got the groceries this time, but I didn't get, you know, my other stuff that I needed to, you know, get me through this time because we don't know how long we're going to be in this house. Hopefully not too long. But I can't believe that it's the end of January. Um, January took forever to end. Black History Month starts tomorrow. We're roughly two weeks away from the Rihanna concert featuring the Super Bowl. I'm not really going for the Chiefs or the Eagles. I just, you know, I'm here for the food. Ooh, Lauren London's been having a great press run. Asian dog cannot spell Dubai, yet alone know how to dress appropriate out there. I'm sure y'all saw that Beyonce clip by now that was going around with her doing just amazing runs and riffs and raps, whatever you want to call it. And then on top of that, <sighs> Real Housewives of Potomac may be the supreme franchise out of, you know, the whole Real Housewives things. A lot of people go up for Miami, but I haven't really tapped in like that. And then Atlanta, I mean, they just wrapped up filming. I don't know. And then we just found out that SWV and Escape is dropping a show on Bravo as well. I mean, Candy is just getting a coin not to mention little wayne just dropped the tour dates like i'm stressed out i can't keep up with all the tours i didn't get tickets to ari lennox yg didn't even come to dallas future just announced that he is coming to dallas so i'm kind of excited about that but y'all i just feel like pop culture is just crazy and then on top of that lotto is auctioning her panties on ebay because you know the Nicki Minaj stands, the the barbs were coming for her because they spotted that she wore the same panties twice. So she even got on her story and was like, I bought multiple pair from Target. People are weird. Don't ever let me catch any of y'all auctioning y'all's dirty panties on eBay. I know times get hard, but let's not do that. Okay. So moving on, welcome back to the Daily Dose. My name is Ryan White. This is episode two. Wow, episode two. Today's episode is strictly called Stop Saying Yes. And what I mean by stop saying yes is I don't want us to be a yes man anymore and or a yes woman, whichever one. I'm just really exhausted because I suffer from being a yes man. For majority of my life, I just... It's so hard for me to say no. I don't know if it's because I aim to be a people pleaser or if I'm just nice like that. And it may trickle down to me always being the only child. And if you're the only child, you know what only child syndrome is. And yeah, I, I'm always saying yes. Now, let me speak in... Let me clear this up because I stopped saying yes recently, but I can't even say it was a year ago. I'm going to just give myself maybe a couple months because I was fed up. So I have a couple of things that I got to just unpack with y'all today. And maybe you can take something from it because, um, you know, it doesn't being a yes man does not buckle down to just being a yes man in a relationship you can be a yes man at your job. You can be a yes man with your family and not even know that you're overextending yourself until, you know, you hit that moment where you're like, oh, my God, I'm stressed out. I can't take it anymore. 
I don't feel like doing anything. You're going to happy hour more because, you know, we love a happy hour. There's just so many factors that go into being a yes man. So let's unpack. So like anybody, you know, I was like, let me Google what a yes man is before, you know, I just give my own opinion. So I Googled it, right, y'all? It told me that a yes man is a weak person who always agrees with their political leader or their superior. I was like, damn, (laughs) that's so direct. But then I was like, you know what? That's that's pretty much correct. Like and we can apply that definition to a lot. And, you know, when you're a people pleaser, people pleasing, it can really affect your mental health in multiple ways. And it can also affect your physical, mental and social well-being because people will create this idea of you or that person's going to say yes. Or in my case, you know, Ryan's going to do it. You know, he always does it. And then in the midst of that, you start to create this thing like, okay, the the day that I deny someone any type of help, they're going to create this negative image of me because they're so used to me saying, I got you, I'll do it. And yes, but I'm here to tell you that we got to stop, like, stop it. You know, everybody doesn't have this problem, but I know a lot of people do and I'm one of them. So I really, you know, I love saying tap in. So I'm about to tap in to a few things that we can work on together to eliminate being a yes man or a yes woman or however you identify. If you have a paper and pen because you have nothing else to do today um, or you take notes on your iPad or phone, you might want to get prepared because we're about to go there. So the first thing that you know, being a people pleaser that we can avoid is the power of choice. So like basically saying yes to everything can be an addiction. I didn't realize (laughs) that saying yes so much became so natural that I didn't realize that I was stressing myself out because there were so many projects at my previous job that would get handed to me and I'd be like, you know, I'm gonna do it because I know how to do it and I can get it done. But it was just like it kept happening. And because I wasn't speaking up and saying, I don't think I want to do that or I don't have time for that or just, you know, any response to avoid taking on multiple responsibilities, I would just take them on. And sometimes fear or, you know, our anxiety will rule out our minds to say no. And I have bad anxiety and I've been working on it, you know, for the past four years, it's up and down, but you know, sometimes you don't even want to say no because you're in fear of what the outcome will be. I hate that, but I know I'm not alone when it comes to that. The second thing is know your priorities. I don't think that like it's one thing to sit there and be like, this is what I got to do. These are my priorities. But then we kind of freeze up when we get to work or we're in that relationship when that person, you know, asks us to do something. But you know what? Put yourself first. It can seem selfish at first, but actually you're just practicing living a healthy lifestyle because if you are truly putting yourself first and, you know, knowing your priorities, if you're in a relationship, you're not going to put that person on the back burner. They're a priority, but you still have to make sure that you're together before you help them. And then even if you're at work, (laughs) 
know your priorities because sometimes we do not get paid enough for the things that they ask us to do. So in the future, don't take on that extra project if it's not going to show up on that paycheck. Okay, the next one. Think before you answer. You know, I just tapped into thinking a little bit more before I respond because in the past, I would just be like, okay, I got you. Yeah, sure, whatever. Girl, you know I got you. Or, okay, I got you, bro. Like, whatever the case may be. I just kept saying, yeah, like, who does that? What is that? But just questions or just most questions of favors that are asked of you, they don't really require immediate attention. And if someone is asking you to do something and that turnaround time is, like, crucial, at the end of the day, that's their problem that they're trying to put on you. It took me a lot to learn that. But, like, don't ever let anybody pressure you into doing something because they're not organized and they're not, you know, knowing their priorities, okay? Don't ever just get stuck in that situation. And you know what? If they do seek, like, immediate attention for whatever they're asking, make sure the timing is appropriate. It's okay to tell your friend or colleague that you need time to think about it. And if they respond to you right then and there... Oh, uh, I don't have that much time. I'm going to just be straight up. Say no. Um, No, I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. Now, you don't have to be mean about it, but just, you know, stand your ground. N-O spells no. The next thing, <laughs> don't fall on the defense. Okay, what I mean by this is you don't need to provide an excuse or reason to defend your decision ever. Now, there's a time and a place where you may have to speak up why you chose to do a particular thing. But for the most part, you don't need to provide an excuse or a reason to ever defend your decision. If you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. Your reason is your own business. You're definitely not obligated to tell your workplace certain things if you're not available to do something, especially if it's going to cause you to work overtime. Or if it's not equaling your pay, I mean, the list goes on. Or if you're in a relationship, this is a little different. You do have to communicate how you feel, right? Because we talked about that on episode one, loving your 30s. However, how you provide your reason to your significant other, still make sure you're putting yourself first because don't overextend yourself. But in the back of your head, you feel like totally different because then you're probably going to end up getting mad and then y'all are going to have, you know, little confrontational moment. And in the end, it's just because at the end of the day, you didn't want to do something, but because you love that person, you did it anyway, but you really didn't want to. And then, you know, you created a pattern and then, you know, a year later, now you did all these things and you never wanted to do any of it because you wanted to make that person happy. But now... You're not happy. Now we got relationship problems. So remember, don't fall on the defense. If someone asks you why, you don't always have to give them a reason or defend your decision. Okay. The next one, never apologize because why are we apologizing? Like, don't ever feel the need to feel any type of guilt about you saying no. Like, some people are really good at making you uncomfortable, 
like leading up to them asking you what they need you to do. And I don't really, you know, I don't really experience this like in relationships with like friends or whoever I'm dating. This this one is more like in the workplace. Like, don't feel guilty about your decision. This will pretty much just kickstart your anxiety and unwanted stress because I have this bad. You know, I'm really smart and I can get a lot of things done in a quick amount of time. But the anxiety and the stress was rising so quick, you know, I had to dip because half of my, I, I put myself in that situation. And at the same time, I was working under someone that just wasn't getting anything done. And it was just so frustrating because I'm like, this this is so easy. Why are we having problems? Like little stuff like that. And I think that that's just because I'm a problem solver and a little bit of an overachiever. And if I can fix or prevent a problem happening, yeah, I'm going to do it. But yes, never apologize about your decision. Now, in a relationship, you may have to apologize about your decision because that could affect the other person. But that's like a whole nother ball game, And we're not really talking about relationships as a whole right now. The next one, develop an assertive tone. I suck at this. Like, I'm such a happy-go-lucky, nice person. I wasn't really raised to, like, raise my voice. I don't get mad. I'm not even loud. Like, I am i don't know how to have an assertive tone. That's something that I'm currently working on. And when I do have my assertive tone, majority of the time it blows people away because I don't give that 24-7 or I just don't give that naturally. But guess what, y'all, for listening Ryan is different now. I've grown, I've lived, and I'm still learning, but that assertive tone is here. Like, no, I'm not doing it. No, no, and no. But be confident with your choices and remind yourself that you have a good head on your shoulders and you weigh your decisions logically and sort through everything and like what's best for you. Like, don't let that person make you feel like your decision was stupid or What do you mean you're not going to do it? As I said, per my last email, you know, I I don't even want to get into the politics of that, but develop an assertive tone. That'll help people respect you a little bit more. Oh, my God. The next one. You got to see the good in saying no. I'm still learning how to find the good in saying no, because saying no is just. (laughs) what but then you know what I'm also I'm spoiled and I I don't think I've really just heard the word no like that so me saying it doesn't even sound right because what do you mean no but anyways don't always see saying no as you know letting down another person see it as an opportunity to do something to make you happy and focus on your wants and needs because they don't know what you got to do later. So don't add more to your schedule when you already have a full one. Or even if you don't have a full schedule and you just want to chill, chill. Don't feel like you got to, you know, keep doing multiple different tasks to stay afloat or gain respect or, you know, gain a, a follower or whatever you want to call it. Like just say no. There's good in saying no. There are things that we're going to say yes to, but find the good in saying no. And then lastly, no, I got two more. 
Don't be afraid of the aftermath. <laughs> Never dwell on what people think about your decision. They've probably moved on before you have. I have this one bad because I'm an overthinker. And, you know, when I tell someone that I'm not going to be able to do it, depending on what it is, especially when it's something that I'm good at and they know that I'm good at, it's like, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. I just be like, oh, oh my God, do they hate me now? Are they ever going to call me again to do something? Are they going to throw dirt on my name? Like, where do we go from here? I know I'm not the only one that thinks like that sometimes and I'm trying to stop, but I think it's just natural human behavior, which leads me to my last one is you're only human. Remember that we are all only human. At the end of the day, you can't please everyone. So, yes, we love being people pleasers. I love bringing joy to other people. I think that's what it stems from now that I've got to this point in today's episode. But at the end of the day, you can't please everyone. Don't be everyone's superhero. <laughs> you cannot be the superhero. You can't fix people. I learned that the hard way, but, and then also, like I said before, put your priorities and yourself first, because at the end of the day, at the end of the month, at the end of the year, we're only human, only. So I want to close out this episode. This isn't going to be a long one. This is just a quick one. But I want to close out this episode with like a personal experience. And I don't know if I'm going to go all the way into detail. But, you know, why not get personal? So I feel like majority of my 20s, I definitely was a yes man. And I think some of it comes from not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And that kind of sucked because I have always been surrounded by amazing, smart, talented individuals. And I am blessed to be surrounded by people like that. But I feel like because they kind of sort of now they may have haven't figured out everything they wanted to do with their life but they had like a like a little pat on the back of this is what you're good at this is what you should do let's go into that career I never could figure out what I wanted to do I'm good at everything I can draw I can write I can do anything on the computer I'm a photographer videographer I can build a website, just anything digital media related I can do. And half of it, I was all self-taught because I'm just a nerd like that. Like anything on the computer just gets me going. And I think while I was, you know, learning all these different things, I was only saying yes to everybody because I was trying to see what field I could excel in because I I'm just now figuring out what I want to do. But for the past 10 years, child, <laughs> I just had my hand in everything. And I think by me doing that, it had 
hundreds of people pulling me all kinds of ways. Like, can you do this for me? Can you do that? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you? Do this? And I'm just like, oh my god! So ten years of everybody asking me to do something because I'm good at it. It made me want to study myself and figure out how the hell did I get here? Like, why am I the task rabbit? And eventually it kind of started to hurt my feelings because I felt like people only saw me as a product or someone that can do something. And they just forgot who Ryan was. Like, I feel like no one knew who Ryan was for the the past 10 years and kind of sucked. Like, now don't get me wrong. The past 10 years were not horrible, but just in friendships, relationships and business relationships, everybody saw me like as a machine and I can be a machine. Don't get me wrong, but I never want to be that machine again. I never want to experience that that cold feeling like these people only want me around because I'm cool and I can do this and I can do that. Who wants me around just because they want me around? And just saying that out loud again is where I'm at today. I have eliminated a lot of friendships because I realized that I was the one keeping it alive. If it wasn't for me, the other person would never reach out to me. And it's not like I I need people to reach out to me, but I'm a good friend and I'm a giver and I love hard and I was raised to take care of the people that you love. And, you know, I had reached a peak to where nobody was taking care of me. I was just being the strong friend and strong employee for everyone. No matter what job I had, no matter what friendship I was in. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have people that check on me. But I'm saying as a whole, I felt like nobody saw Ryan. And that could be my own fault because I'm pushing out project after project, working fashion show after fashion show, photo shoot, photo shoot, photo shoot, video, video, designing multiple websites, flyers, you name it. I'm doing it back to back and I'm not complaining, but I think I was complaining, but I was scared to speak up. And I'll never forget, uh, was that last year or the year before last? I don't remember. But when I finally like cut off all my clients, like some of them didn't take it well. And it wasn't because I just didn't want to work with them anymore. I just felt like I'm a web designer. I'm not running your business or I'm not helping you run your company. I'm not on payroll for that. Or I'm not even charging you for that. But because I know how to do it, of course, you know, in the beginning, I'm going to help you. Because if I designed your website, I really want you to know how to navigate it without me. But I felt like because I was so good at what I do and I have this kind heart, people kind of started like depending on me to run stuff for them. And I just didn't like that. So because it wasn't just coming from one person or two people or three people. I cut everybody off because I was like, 
No, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. I'm only here to create it for you. After that, you're on your own. And I think the only reason why I reached that moment is because what, y'all? I was being a yes man. <laughs> I was being a yes man only because I love to make people happy. And I can't help that. I really can't. And, and it'll probably take me another three to four years to fully get this under control. Like, I don't know, you know, back in the day when you would have to write sentences to and turn it into your teacher. I don't know if I need to get on my whiteboard and start writing the word no until I can't take it anymore. I don't know. But I really, I really, 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 really hope that I grow from being a yes man because one, it has open doors for me. I'm not going to lie, but it just doesn't last long because I get burned out. So I know there's somebody out there that can relate. I just hope that, you know, in 2023, we overcome this. And we're still going to say yes to a lot, but we're not going to say yes to everything. <laughs>